Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. In 2003, the CIA released a classified document with the subject heading Analysis and Assessment of Gateway Process a process that utilizes audio frequencies to achieve brain hemisphere synchronization. In order to provide a thorough evaluation, the document covers the techniques of hypnosis, biofeedback, and transcendental meditation, thereby providing a modern scientific account of an ancient guarded knowledge of mankind's spiritual potential a potential that could save humanity from the mind control tactics being used to divide and enslave us. The left brain is the mind's verbal and linear reasoning component. It categorizes and assigns meaning to incoming stimuli and passes this resulting information to the right brain, which is non-critical and accepts whatever information it is given without question. The left brain is the ego mind. It operates on autopilot and can be easily swayed by external stimuli. Most of us are unaware of this because we naturally tend to identify ourselves with the ego. We think that the ego is who we are, but in fact, it is just a part of our mental processing. The right brain is our subconscious mind. And hypnosis is a technique of directly accessing the subconscious by disengaging the ego, giving us self-awareness and control over the subconscious mind. Transcendental meditation achieves this by practicing single-minded concentration of drawing energy up from the base of the spinal cord and into the brain. With practice, this visual concentration eventually polarizes the cortex bringing both hemispheres into balance, allowing the individual to transcend the ego mind. With biofeedback, rather than suppressing the left brain as done with hypnosis or ignoring it as done with meditation, the practitioner programs the ego mind with visualization while monitoring the physiological response, thereby programming the subconscious mind by observing the results with real-time biological feedback. The gateway process, also known as hemisync, achieves this same goal by simply listening to specific audio frequencies that bring both hemispheres of the brain into synchronicity with one another. All of these practices, some of which have been taught for millennia, have been proven effective with modern scientific tools. The gateway process has been shown to bring the entire body into a coherent vibration of approximately 7 to 7.5 cycles per second, which then creates a resonance with the electrostatic field of the earth. It is believed that this resonance is what allows the practitioner to transcend time and space, 
or in other words, allow their consciousness to leave the body without limitation. What we call physical matter is not solid at all. It is more like a highly advanced holographic image made up of different frequencies. What we experience as solid matter is actually the electromagnetic repulsion of certain frequencies. And this includes our own physical body. And so it is believed that the reason these practices work is because our consciousness is not being generated by our bodies, but rather our bodies are being generated by our consciousness. Physicists have proven that the physical world is energy and define time as a measurement of change within this energy. In order for energy to take form, it needs to be limited to a specific vibration. Energy at rest is uniformly extended without limit. It is everywhere at once. This is why humans right, folks, are able to remote share that video at band.video gateway processes the CIA and mankind's hidden potential. The latest from Greg Reese. Wild trip. It's Friday, January 20th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Very glad you're with us here today for this Friday broadcast. We're going to be covering a lot from Davos, of course. We'll be joined by Jake Lang, January 6th prisoner, and talking about some of the Trials going on right now with the January 6th prisoners. Total miscarriage of justice across the board. And we'll get into that. War in Ukraine, of course, uh, lots of clips from Davos. We have lots of clips to show you today. And we'll be taking your phone calls throughout the day as well. We'll open up the phones nice and early today to make up for the fact that we didn't take any videos uh, or take any phone calls yesterday, I should say. Uh, let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Friday, the 20th of January, 2023. Russian Orthodox Church issues end-of-the-world warning. The head of the Russian Orthodox Church has warned that any attempt to destroy Russia by, quote, madmen trying to impose their values will lead to, quote, the end of the world. These comments were made by Patriarch Kirill after a religious service marking the Orthodox Christian holiday of Epiphany. According to Patriarch Kirill, madmen are stupid enough to believe that Russia, which, quote, has powerful weapons and is populated by extremely strong people, can be defeated despite the fact that, quote, that it has, quote, never given in to an enemy and has always emerged victorious. I mean, except for 1917, that is accurate. That is true. 1917, a little bit different, but uh, there was a story yesterday of Zelensky saying, if I'm killed, just know the orders have already been given to attack Moscow. Like, yeah, Napoleon Bonaparte couldn't do it. Adolf Hitler couldn't do it. But Zelensky, he's going to be the one to do it. Incredible. Now, Russia, kind of like America, almost impossible to defeat from the outside. That's why you have to have a communist revolution style overthrow of that country. That's the only way that it'll work. That's what the New World Order is feverishly employed in at this moment. He goes on to say, 
how madmen were trying to impose on them certain values that cannot even be called values so that they would like uh, they would be like everyone else and they would obey those who have the power to control most of the world quote we pray to the lord that he enlightens those madmen and helps them to understand that any desire to destroy russia will mean the end of the world said patriarch kirill even outside of the you know geopolitics of the situation just we're just constantly bombarded with proof that the orthodox church is the only legitimate resistance to the satanic new world order protestants just fully on board catholics yeah say what you want as the the layman catholic the pope is like a key great reset new world order leader so like that that ain't happening but you know you got this hockey player standing up and saying yeah i'm not gonna indulge in this lgbt demand to wear their jersey and you know wear their religious symbols i'm not going to do it he was russian orthodox right it's like anytime you see somebody stand up against this and be successful they seem to be orthodox there's something to that meanwhile some more secular news for you here alec baldwin hit with involuntary manslaughter and death of uh helena hutchins facing up to 18 months in prison Although I was watching I, – I was watching a couple of videos about this yesterday from the Law and Crime YouTube, and they said that actually if the biggest charges get uh, carried over, uh, Alec Baldwin may face five years in prison, and it's pretty wild. Uh, Alec Baldwin was charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter and the death of Helena Hutchins. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who was the armorer on the film Russ, was also charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. And it's pretty interesting. And again, there's there are some bizarre things about this. They announced these charges but haven't actually filed the charges yet, which is kind of a bizarre thing for them to do. But it's just more information coming out about what a ridiculously unsafe set that uh, that movie set was. Apparently, Alec, uh, there were just live ammo just mixed in with the other ammo. And apparently the FBI took the actual gun that was fired did extensive tests on it and found it was working perfectly uh, correctly. There was no malfunction, so the gun would have had to be cocked and the trigger pulled for it to have fired. So Alec Baldwin saying he didn't pull the trigger, yeah, probably not true. Probably not true. Ugh, it's those guns. It's those damn. If if guns had been outlawed, poor Alec Baldwin would never be in this position. Meanwhile, Google parent Alphabet to cut 12,000 jobs in mid-wave of tech layoffs. Uh, this comes after uh, tens of thousands of people laid off from Amazon. Metapat platforms has seen uh, a total collapse. I have the feeling that uh, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough year for big tech in general, but really the economy as a whole. Friday's cuts to the Google parent company comes just days after Microsoft said it would cut 10,000 jobs in response to a global economic slowdown. Earlier this month, Amazon said that its round of layoffs would affect 18,000 roles. Employers in the tech company have cut nearly uh, 195,000 jobs collectively in the past year before taking into account Alphabet's cuts, according to estimates from layoffs.fyi, which tracks media reports and company announcements. Uh, Pretty wild stuff, but don't worry, folks. We may have lost... 200,000 jobs from uh, big tech, but we'll be bringing in at least 200,000 uh, H1B foreign workers uh, to fill the other jobs that uh, still exist. So it's all by design. 
There have been a couple stories like this recently. This is just the latest. All natural Simply Orange juice has high toxic PFAS levels. A new class action lawsuit in the U.S. alleges that Coca-Cola and Simply Orange juice deceived customers with claims of an all-natural healthy product when the juice has been found to be contaminated with toxic PFAS at levels hundreds of times above federal advisory limits for drinking water. PFAS are a class of about 12,000 chemicals typically used to make thousands of consumer products. Uh, resist water stains and heat they're called forever chemicals because they do not naturally break down and they're linked to cancer fetal complications liver disease kidney disease autoimmune disorders and other serious health issues water is considered to be a main exposure route but researchers have recently found contaminated food to be more of a risk than previously thought still food and drug administration has taken little action to address food contamination it annually tests some food products for the chemicals but developed a methodology that ignores what public health advocates say are dangerous levels And, of course, it's adding to the feminization, and there's a very good reason why the people in charge of this are not so bothered by the fact that we are continuously and persistently poisoning not just ourselves but the natural world around us. Earlier this uh, week it was talking about the insane levels of PFAs found in uh, freshwater fish that have recently been caught. So it's not just your food and drink. It's just like the natural world that's being saturated with these uh, poisonous estrogen-mimicking chemicals. One fish, eating one freshwater fish, is worth 30 days of drinking contaminated water that is around the same levels as this orange juice, probably. Is that true? Yeah, I I went through that article. 30 days worth of contaminated water with those forever chemicals. Pretty horrifying. Yeah, I know I had that story yesterday, but I didn't get to it. If we can print out that story again, well, we can get into that. A little bit later, because as you may know, folks, this has sort of been a a talking point here at InfoWars for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so. 20 years in which the tap could have been turned off at any point. 20 years in which even the most moderate, you know, order by the government or, you know, intervention by the appropriate authorities could have, you know, saved the earth from being actively poisoned for those two decades. But no, instead, uh, we got called tree-hugging hippie conspiracy theorists talking about the the frogs turning gay because of the chemicals in the water. It was a big joke. Uh, Of course, now that it's everywhere and ubiquitous and there's poison in everything, uh, now they're going to start to talk about it a little bit now that it's impossible to do anything about it. Really incredible. Finally, we have this story. Biden's DHS launches app allowing migrants to schedule appointments at the southern border for release into the U.S. President Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security has launched a new component of the Customs and Border Protection. One app allowing foreign nationals in central and northern Mexico to schedule appointments at the United States-Mexico border for release into the U.S. interior. I think it should be a trick. I think if you download that app, it should say, Psych, you have a smartphone. You don't deserve asylum. This was a trick. You downloaded the app, meaning you can't come in because you have a smartphone. Go away now, please. You don't deserve asylum. That's what it should be. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars Live products have always been the highest quality, triple tested, and you've seen the rave reviews. But doing deep research, we made contact with the top company in the United States, and it turned out they were supplying almost all the raw materials to the companies that we were already using. So we've gone directly to the source, and that means we can give you lower prices on the very same high-quality supplements, and in some cases, even better. Introducing InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com has 10 new products 
Turmeric 95, Libido RX, Better Mood, Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max, Anotropic, Angels Vitality Collagen, Superfood Greens, and more. Just take the Superfood Greens. This is the highest quality greens out there, and it's at a price way, way lower than the same product on store shelves for up to twice the cost. Find InfoWars MD at InfoWars Store. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Friday edition. We are going to be covering what is developing at Davos as the world elite continue to persist in their diabolical scheme to take over the world really incredible stuff what a, cr- a crazy world we wake up in this morning wild it, it truly is wild and again you know we covered yesterday the rolling stone article talked about all of the conspiracy theories that are guiding the new class of gop congressmen and of course none of them are conspiracy theories they're all just openly acknowledged crimes committed by the most powerful in our country, including the Hunter Biden laptop, the cover-up uh, that ensued after that, the you know COVID, the vaccine scam, just all the real things that we should be concerned about. And also, of course, just going after and impeaching the people that are in the highest offices in our land and use those offices to exclusively – rob and humiliate us so yeah let's let's use some of the power that you've been given through the vote to actually carry out some of these some of this retribution i should say but again it's it's bizarre isn't it to know that it's not just us anymore and it's not not that it's not just us not that it's not just alex jones and Infowars talking about this stuff anymore not just that it's more people talking about it but that there's actually action being taken on it Politicians are actually incorporating anti-Great Reset, anti-World Economic Forum rhetoric into their talking points now. The effect that InfoWars has had is really unparalleled. And not just InfoWars, obviously, but things like Elon Musk buying Twitter and being able to talk about things that you could never talk about before. Number one trending on Twitter right now is the hashtag vaccine genocide. Vaccine genocide is the number one hashtag trending on Twitter as we speak. And – uh Oh, just just under that, no amnesty for COVID tyranny. I like that as well. So let's go through some of the top 
post on the hashtag vaccine genocide. This I thought was brilliant. It's Bill Gates saying vaccine in our food supplies solves the problem of vaccine hesitancy. The comment underneath it is in the same way that slipping a roofie in a girl's drink solves the problem of sex hesitancy. Yes, folks, if you if your consent doesn't matter, is your knowledge even necessary? Right. If they can force you to take a jab, can't they just get it into your body without you knowing it's the same thing, whether you know or not, doesn't matter anymore. Because they're going to force it on you secretly or not, it doesn't really matter through your food or through your arm. It's without your consent. So it's sort of a form of medical rape, I guess you could say. Dr. Asim Malhotra says this, lead author of the peer-reviewed research reanalyzing Pfizer and Moderna trials on mRNA vaccine, Joseph Freeman called for immediate suspension of jab due to serious harms, saying, quote, we have conclusive evidence that the vaccines are inducing sudden cardiac death. And of course, we played this video on our show, but I thought the uh, responses to this were pretty illuminating. Uh, somebody responds here, still no hard evidence presented to the authorities, spreading fear and misinformation without presenting science or facts that can be analyzed, scrutinized, etc., peer-reviewed. Excess deaths in men 50s and 60s are more likely to be the result of undiagnosed problems in lockdown. Oh, boy. couple things about this, folks. couple things I'd like to point out here. Still no hard evidence presented to the authorities would have been a useful sentence to say at any point during covid right there's never any hard evidence to support any of the measures that were taken then were you speaking out against those yeah probably not it's just it's one of those things that you really like is it conscious or is it unconscious i think that's the only question you need to ask at this point because clearly when you know if, if this is the response right he hears a claim and he thinks well let's see the let's see the the evidence let's see the hard concrete facts like that's his response when it comes to things that are questioning the vaccine questioning but the entire covid narrative the entire covid saga that we've been on we are constantly told to stop asking questions stop demanding hard facts stop looking into things just accept the authorities you know verbatim without question and you got to wonder like what did was this guy just like yep yep will do yes sir will like was that a conscious thing was that unconscious do they even know that they're doing it it's very baffling. It's very confusing, but that's just the first thing. Spreading fear and misinformation without presenting science or facts that can be analyzed, scrutinized, etc., peer-reviewed, right? As if we didn't just spend the last three years being force-fed so-called facts that to even question how they arrived at those was deemed misinformation or disinformation and removed from the internet. But, of course, he's blaming this person who's saying, hey, look, we're looking into the vaccine reactions and seeing some pretty dangerous signals. And they're like, stop spreading fear. Stop spreading fear about the vaccine. We need the vaccine to stop the virus that was going to kill all of us. It's just like, right, can't spread fear. Got it. You're very consistent. But then the, just the cherry on top of it all, the, the, the beautiful glaze on this is this excess deaths in men 50s and 60s are more likely to be the results of undiagnosed problems in lockdown. Sure, the excess deaths in men in the 50s and 60s, maybe it wasn't because of the vaccine. Maybe it was because of the other thing that the vaccine pushers forced on us, the lockdowns. Like, it's not a good argument. It's the same people who pushed these two parallel solutions to the problem. And it's one of those that are causing massive excess deaths in men 50 to 60. Of course, the men under 50 or over 60 or the women 
of any age, you know, those people are also dying at unprecedented rates, but he doesn't mention those. But he does mention the men, 50 to 60, who maybe they just got killed by the lockdown, not the vaccine. So, hey, cool it, would you? Yeah, okay, fine. So one of their programs are killing everybody. I, I guess we can debate on which one it is, or we can punish them and move on. Wow, incredible find. Uh, yeah, people are like, uh, he's MAGA, so we don't trust him. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Alex Newman, one of my, uh, you know, a regular guest here, says, "Don't just suspend the vaccines. Investigate and prosecute the people for government, uh, in government, and big pharma who knew and concealed this for mass murder." That's the appropriate reaction to this. Uh, vaxxed or not, this is from J. E. Van Loke. Vaxxed or not, his crime was uh, this crime was committed against all of humanity. It was planned. It was purposeful. It is genocide. The only response is outrage towards the human garbage that made it happen. It's a long list. But it doesn't include each other. Dr. Eli David, and he posted an image of uh, Dr. Eli David tweet. who says, dear fully vaxxed and boosted friends, by now you all know that you have been lied to about everything, efficacy, safety, prevention, and transmission. You should be angry with the experts who lied to you, not us who warned you and ended up being correct on everything. Vax, hashtag vaccine genocide. Athletes under 35 years of age who suffered cardiac arrest from 1966 to 2004. You had about a little over a thousand deaths or uh, cardiac arrest rather. And then in the one year between 2021 and 2022, you had over 1500. Hmm. Interesting. Let's do the math. Uh, hashtag vaccine genocide. Brilliant meme. I persuade over 900 people to drink my Kool-Aid. Anthony Fauci responding amateur. Of course, the Jonestown massacre. Classic. Uh, a little breakdown of the timeline of the so-called protection the vi- the vaccine gave you. 95%, 70%, 50%, no protection, but it reduces the spread. Well, it doesn't reduce the spread, but it reduces severity. It doesn't reduce severity, but it reduces hospitalizations. Okay, so it doesn't reduce hospitalizations, but at least you aren't going to die. Okay, you are going to die, but you're going to go to heaven. Congratulations. You're actually more likely to die. You're more likely to get it. You're more likely to be hospitalized. And unfortunately, it is of the devil, and you will never go to heaven. Sorry. Sorry to break this to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names. And, and, and not just other one name, they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out. The difference is we have it for 40% off what it is in stores. We're talking about Pain MD. We're talking about HGH Max Boost. We're talking about 1776 Testosterone Boost. These things are incredible. I would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your healthcare provider because they're so powerful. Get them at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm 
going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. We'll do, we'll do an open line Friday here at American Journal. So any and all topics you want to call in about, the number to dial again is 1-877-789-2539. Uh, honestly, I just want to keep going through this uh, through this hashtag. There's so many. I'm just like downloading videos and capturing memes it's pretty incredible so again the hashtag vaccine genocide is trending on twitter right now and there's just a bunch of great bunch of great posts about it uh here's ian uh, ian watson saying if you have to be pressured reminded persuaded lied to incentivized coerced bullied socially shamed guilt tripped threatened punished and criminalized if all of this is necessary to gain your compliance then you can be absolutely certain that what is being promoted is not in your best interest and that, of course, goes across the board for the World Economic Forum. Nice little reminder from uh, Ashy Larry on uh, Twitter of Jamie Lee Curtis saying on Twitter, I hope all, all, I hope all out there in the Twitterverse that at the final moment of your death, your final words are not, quote, I'd wish I'd gotten the vaccine. Again, just, you know, right, like condescending, ironic, sarcastic, wishing death on people that didn't take the vaccine. Incredible. Incredible. And again, you know, that's the other funny part is like because we are now happy that the truth about the vaccine is coming out. Uh, people are saying that we're celebrating it or that we're like we're happy it, it happened. Not true. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Right. We would love if you had resisted the psyop and been able to not take the vaccine. But they remember we're ready to dance in our graves. We're calling for our deaths. So, again, it's just all projection, pure and unadulterated projection from the most evil and hateful people in the world. Uh, the Queen on Twitter says, odd that they only cared about deaths and numbers when it was used to spread fear. Showing again Ian Smith saying the same crowd that said, quote, if we can save just one life, it's worth it, suddenly doesn't give a crap about people suddenly dropping dead. And of course, it's not all memes and fun. Uh, sober reminder of what is actually happening by the hundreds of thousands across the world. This very day, my son has been in the ICU for myocarditis, chest pain, and elevated troponin from the second dose for the past three days. Doc says they've seen about 60 other boys with the same. Who will be paying for this $100,000 bill and possible heart damage from this experimental vaccine? Well, not the government that forced it on you and approved it, not the pharmaceutical companies that created the poison. No, it's it's you. It's the regular people that will now be stuck with a – Life destroyed, futures ruined, and insurmountable medical bills. And they'll get off scot-free. They're in Switzerland right now as we speak, helicoptering in to uh, talk how they're going to do this more and you know how they're going to use the billions of dollars they earned from this criminal scheme to uh, take over the rest of the world. Again, hashtag vaccine genocide. Things that may cause heart attacks, strokes, and blood clots. Cold weather, exercise, winter vagina. Definitely not any of the recent injections you've had. Definitely not that. Mom's lasagna might do it. Playing with kittens, wiping your butt, but it's totally not the jabs or anything. It's definitely not the jabs. But you know what could cause blood clots is deep breathing, ham on rye, your Uncle Dave, a balanced breakfast. Certainly not the syringe full of pharma junk. Definitely not that. Pasta salad at potlucks, sleeping, waking up, everything else, but not that. Not the vaccine. Don't look at the vaccine. It's definitely not that. Ignore that. And it's not even joking, like that, some of that was like sarcastic, but it's, 
actually even more ridiculous the things they actually say. These are all headlines from actual reputable, reputable uh, mainstream newspapers. Fantastic news. Being sarcastic puts you at greater risk of heart attack. Referee whistles may cause sudden increase in heart problems among sports players. Falling asleep with the TV on. Maybe that's what kills people young. Traffic noise. That's probably it. University student dies of joy after hearing he passed his exams. Is social media putting Gen Z on the course for heart attack and strokes? Maybe, or maybe it was the poison they injected into their hearts. I don't know. I guess we'll have to just wait and see. And as just a little reminder here, just remember Elon Musk paid $44 billion partially just so people could have an honest conversation about the vaccine and its side effects. Had he not done this, no one would even uh, would even could even discuss all the people dropping dead without being banned. Hashtag vaccine genocide. Really Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I want to play a video now. Robot Polisher, I'm telling you, he is just a regular InfoWars fan out there, but every single day he comes out with a new video that is a total bombshell. Here is uh, number 12, clip 12, Robot Polisher, who is Alex Jones? He's a hugely influential conspiracy theorist. His ravings are untethered from reality. He's a nasty piece of work, but I think he's also a deflating windbag. He's not right in the head. He's deplatformed by all the social media companies. He built an entire parallel YouTube called the Band Video. Elon Musk won't even have him back. He built an entire parallel internet around the fact that he had been banned from the civilian social media. He still has a huge following and he's out there broadcasting. I'm very pro-free speech and the word dangerous is used far too liberally. In his case, I think it's actually justified. Yeah. Could he be a threat to American democracy? Everyone thinks he's a crazy motherfucker and they never heard him talk. They think he's just nuts. And he is crazy, he is. But you gotta be crazy to stand in front of the world and put your ass on the line and say the things he's saying. So you gotta be a little crazy. It's like a rock star, like Axel Rose, oh, he's crazy. Yeah, exactly. There is a war for your mind. Information is to unlock information warfare. I come to you with a spring in my step, a song in my heart, emotionally and spiritually refreshed because you know how, as humans, we have to accept the fact that sometimes bad things happen to good people. Well, by the grace of God, sometimes bad things happen to Alex Jones. That's a good thing. He deserves every minute of torture. Woo! The despicable and ridiculous Alex Jones. 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 The Sandy Hook denier. I don't like giving people like Alex Jones a platform, but here, what do you do? He's out there. Tucker Carlson continues to fawn over Jones, calling him one of the most important truth tellers in America today. What does it mean for the future of Infowars? Infowars.com. I mean, this is the place where Pizzagate, this is the place where Sandy Hook, this is the place where 9-11 conspiracies run amok. This is Infowars, right? I just I think everybody wants to know, will he be shut down? This is the war you're in. Every single one of us watching right now are in this info war. This verdict shuts down Alex Jones. Good. I guess the good guys just won the info war. He is the number one threat to these people. They, you know, kicked us off the Internet, tried to ban our IP, got banks to cancel us, lawsuits, uh, censorship, investigations from the FBI. I mean, everything has been thrown at us. Certain, you can't rebuild the platform. That's what matters. I hope that we never see something.
InfoWars.com lives. People can come to my show every day, 11 a.m. Central, and they can hear what I'm actually saying, Piers, versus what you're trying to put in my mouth. You got God's warriors coming together like the SWAT team of free thought. It has become more than ever a litmus test as to whether you get what's going on in the world or not. This is InfoWars, right? When it comes to Alex Jones, if you don't get what Alex Jones represents, if you can't recognize that Alex Jones is the real deal, you don't get anything. We're going to give this information on InfoWars. You have no concept of the wider perspective here. If you don't get what Alex Jones represents to the globalists themselves. Just a little bit of pushback destroys them. They cannot have it. You've been fighting this battle for a long time, Alex, and we just got to salute you as a Christian and as American because you paved the way to make braver soldiers like us today. This is about good versus evil and God fighting the devil. You got to pick a side now. Info warriors. All we ever do is promote human freedom of every race, color, and creed. Our message is really imperative for everyone to understand, like, this is the way out. It's about understanding that every single human being has a right to live their life the way they want, unmolested and uncreated controlled by those with more power than them. So no matter what they say about us, no matter how they want to portray us, just know that InfoWars uh, really represents something totally unique, totally special, and an existential threat to the most vicious, evil, totalitarian, and importantly, miserable people on the earth. Who is robot the robot polisher on Twitter? Robot polisher. Just incredible stuff. InfoWarsStore.com. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast. And you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick ass, they keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We'll, we'll go out to your phone calls this segment throughout the second hour here on American Journal. Just going through some of our news. We have a lot of videos out of Davos. Uh, the presence of independence reporters increases year over year at Davos. They're getting a little uncomfortable about it. It's very fun to see. We have some news about Ukraine as well. But I wanted to to read this again. It's Friday. Let's let's end the week on a high note, shall we? We don't want to just get down in the dumps having to look at and talk about a bunch of vampires uh, screeching at each other. That's exactly what the World Economic Forum is. So let's let's look at something positive. We played earlier this week very powerful speech by a man named Constantine Kissin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it was about you know wokeness and about wokeness in schools. It was that uh, video. I'm sure you've seen it's been viral for a very long time. Something like 9 million people have viewed it already just on Twitter alone, writing articles still just about how many people are watching this uh, speech from Konstantin Kissin. And it's uh, really incredible stuff. And, and he posted this. It was a message that he got from somebody who read his work. And they say this. Hi, reading your manifesto made me very angry. Not at you, but at me. I've spent far too long believing in myths and unreality. I'm a socialist, though now I see maybe that's not the way forward. I work hard. I'm an NHS hospital porter, and my wife works for the police. I have young children. The world around me and my family is off kilter. I used to have a largish account. I think he means on Twitter. I closed it down. I don't need an echo chamber. I need to be open, and I need to be me. I've ordered your book. I think he's what he's saying. I've ordered your book alongside Andrew Doyle's new book. So, yes, I'm very angry. Thank you for making me angry. You may not read this as you must be busy. I'm writing this at the end of a 72-hour week. Thanks again, blank, former socialist, now political non-binary. It's possible, folks. It's possible to wake people up. And especially this sentence that this guy says here, the world around me and my family is off kilter. That's all you need to recognize. If you can recognize that, then you have a path out. If you look around and you see that you think everything's totally normal and good and everything's running fine, we need to get over that hump first. That's a that's a misconception that you have that's presenting you from seeing reality. But if you have basic observational skills and can look around you and realize that nothing is right, nothing is as it should be. That's the first step of then asking the question, why? Why are all of these things like this? And ask it again, and then ask it again, and then ask it again. Why are they like this? Because the people made it like this. Why'd they make it like this? Because here's what they want to come about. Why do they want this to come about? Because that's the way that you're controlled. I mean, it's just, just keep asking why. Within about three or four steps, you end with because they hate you and they want to destroy you. It's really not that complicated. This stuff, this off-kilterness, this discombobulation is not accidental, it's not natural, it's not necessary, it's imposed, artificial, purposeful, by design. Does everybody understand that now? So I want to read the actual article that uh, they're referring to because it's very short and it, it very much reflects stuff that I say on this show almost every single day. I've gone off on uh, big rants. We showed one that Robot Polisher had actually edited where I'm talking about we're just normal. We just want to be normal. Well, that's all we want. We're not the radicals. We're not the extremists. We aren't storming into your little clubhouse and demanding that you change the way you are. We're not the ones demanding that the history professors teach just our view of history and make it racialized. And we're not doing any of that. We just want things to be normal. That's all we want. We're just normal people that can see that things are messed up and are trying to get back to some semblance of common sense and decency and normal conductiveness of, or, uh, you know, the way that civilizations normally conduct themselves. That's all we want. And that's exactly what's 
uh, reflected here. He calls it the Radical Moderates Manifesto. This isn't moderation. This is right wing. This is he's, this is a very, very, very right wing uh, article that he posted here. Uh, again, Constantine Kissin, this is from his Substack. He says, one of the most weird things I experience every day is that my views are considered controversial. I find this hilarious, a hilarious reflection on how mad society has become. I want math teachers to teach math. I want history teachers to teach history, literature teachers to educate children about the best writers, poets, and playwrights. I want the police to investigate actual crimes like rape, burglary, stabbings, and muggings, not to paint their cars rainbow colors and police jokes, banter in WhatsApp groups, and offensive tweets. I want the media to tell me the facts of what's going on and let me decide – uh, let me decide what to think about it. If I want a journalist's opinion, which I mostly don't, I'll read opinion columns. Just tell me what's happening. I want banks to provide bank services, ice cream makers to make ice cream, and razor companies to make razors. I want transnationalist corporations to pay their taxes. I don't want them to tell me what to think. I don't need a moral lecture from Mr. Burns off the Simpsons. I want doctors to help me choose the best treatment for me and my family, not enforce a one-size-fits-all solution on me because of government diktats. I don't need scary advertising campaigns that misrepresent the threat and encourage me to look after my health. I want the military to spend every waking moment working to get better at killing people who want to kill me, my family, and fellow citizens i don't care how diverse progressive or inclusive they are i am and i'm outright hostile to this if it affects performance i want the legal system to reward productive lawful behavior and to deter unproductive unlawful behavior i want psychopathic evil and dangerous people to be kept away from me my family and my fellow law-abiding citizens i want politicians to implement the democratic wishes of the people in my country even when i don't personally agree with them if the majority of my fellow citizens vote for something i don't agree with i can campaign against this while accepting the democratic outcome I want government to interfere with my life as little as possible while recognizing the government is necessary. I want to pay as little tax as lawfully possible, but enough to fund the things only government can do. I want an absolute meritocracy. Hard work, dedication, and talent must always be rewarded. If you are lazy, don't apply yourself, or aren't contributing, you don't deserve to be rewarded as much as people who work their arse off. I want people to be treated equally, not as inferior or superior, just equal. There's no such thing as positive discrimination, just discrimination. If you want true equality, see previous paragraph. Brilliant. I I think that says it all. I think that's it. I mean, if you disagree with that, you are the radical. You are the insane person. You are the psychopath. The difference is that this is not moderate anymore. None of what he says here is moderate. Because it's shifted so far to the left. When you say I want history to teach history and literature to teach literature, that flies in the face of critical race theory and critical theory and you know equity and equality, which is considered now the moderate position. So these people who, who feel this way need to understand you're not a moderate. You are a far-right extremist. That's fine. They're like, no, but I'm not. No, you are, though. You are because the people who define these things think you are. They're going to treat you as one, and your resistance needs to reflect that. Your activity needs to reflect the reality that you can't just ask for moderation. You can't just ask for a reasonable, uh, uh, you know, moderate – both sides agree on a compromise position. That's not how it is anymore, okay? So if you want things to be normal, you're an extremist. If you want things to not be completely – taken over, conquered, twisted, distorted, and perverted for the sake of the far leftist, you're on our side now. You're an extremist now. Welcome to the fold. You can pretend not to be and be completely ineffective and completely bullrushed and and overrun by the people on the left, or you can stand up with the same outrage and uh, ferocity 
and anger that the left does and actually have a chance of winning. So you need to recognize you are a right-wing extremist. We all are because we want things to be normal because we like family and God and country and we want the police to punish criminals. That's a far-right position now. Accept that and start fighting for the far-right side. That's the only way forward from now on if you feel like this. Let's go now to the phone calls. Grant in ooh, a far off Australia has some advice on how to dish it out to government officials. Thanks for calling in, Grant. You're on the air. Harrison, how are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I know you remember me, mate. I've called you a few times. Of course. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, so what I'm writing in about, of what I'm calling in about, uh, it's um, so... I've called into Alex before. I've called into you before, and I've said you need to write emails to your government officials. Mm. And sometimes, you know, you listen to Infowars and you're like, get upset, okay? And it's like, oh my god, what are they doing? This is out of control, mm. okay? And you might say something that you don't really mean to say. You know, you get it caught in the heat of the moment. Me? So it's really important. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Guilty yes. as charged, Grant. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> if you say something that is like going potentially going to get raise a red flag against you or something like that, you need to write again and say that you withdraw that statement. Mm. That's what they do in that's what they do in in the House of the Parliament right, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. So you need to if you if you've written something and you're like sitting there thinking, Oh my god, that probably wasn't appropriate, write again and say, I withdraw that statement. Okay, and that okay. can like just like legal, settle things down. legally. That's giving you some cover. Yes. Okay. Yes. I tell I, you what, I feel we, that's very important. We we got to go. To, we got to go to break here, Grant. But I, I took your call kind of late in the segment. Stay on the line. Uh, we'll we'll come back to Grant to let him finish up his thoughts on the other side. I do want to tell you as we close out this hour, please do go to infowarsstore.com. From everything that we've covered today, seeing the reality of vaccine genocide actually talked about on Twitter and just seeing how many people recognize this is going on to the way the World Economic Forum is being covered these days. InfoWars has already changed the world. We'll change it again. We'll change it even more if you go to InfoWarsStore.com. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I gotta tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled, three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself and your way of life and your well being to try these out and fund the Info War. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen, second hour has begun. We go directly out to your phone calls now. Grant in Australia, I wanted you to, since you've called in from all the way down under, wanted you to give the give you the time you needed to uh, finish your thought here. Uh, so, yeah, saying I, I 
I withdraw. I'll just say it now. Everything I've said before now, I withdraw it. Everything. Absolutely everything. Two years of this show. It's all withdrawn. It was all a big joke. I was just kidding, you guys. <laughs> you didn't get it? I was totally laughing the whole time. So, <laughs> it's... Woo! That was a close one. <laughs> we did it, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of like I have a friend here where I live, and she was like she'd she'd been watching Madonna saying, I've been thinking about burning down the White House. Mm. And she, like, wrote an email to the Prime Minister, and she sort of followed Madonna's lead. And I was like, oh, my God, you need to withdraw that statement. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, oh, they won't take any more emails from me. And I'm like, yeah, you need to withdraw what you said about burning down the parliament. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, look, uh, yeah. If, if there's one thing that's been made abundantly clear to all of us over the last several years, it's that any discussion about activity that you might one day want to do, whether it's peaceful or violent or anything, just just don't talk about it. Don't talk – peaceful, peaceful protest. Just organize it quietly. Make sure you know who it is you're getting involved. I, you know, I think one of the only reasons that – Nick Fuentes has been as successful as he's been. The Groyper movement has been as successful as they've been, is they have been super paranoid about security ever since the beginning. I mean, you know, for a year before AFPAC won, anybody who like discussed any organization or like meetings with them, like you had to prove who you were, you had they had to know your face, they you had to, you know, provide proof of of who you were and that you had good intentions and weren't a fed basically i think that's the only way that you know the groypers haven't been uh false flagged into you know some sort of whitmer governor kidnapping thing i think they're smarter than that i don't think they'd fall for it anyway because they're they're very on the ball about that sort of stuff but again it's like it can seem paranoid it can seem like weird like crazy it's like well you're just a bunch of political activists are like 20 years old what do you mean i have to like why, why are you being so secretive about your identity like you, you won't let people take pictures of your events because you think people who attend are going to get doxxed right and it's like yeah it's it's only paranoid if they're not actually coming after you so that's my advice just uh just keep it quiet you guys and peaceful keep it peaceful yeah. too but mostly quiet can i just <laughs> last last, can I just last give word, an example please yep yep so i wrote a letter Tonight, and I started out with this comment: "You're all effed on. I bear no ill will. Will not contravene any laws. And even if I did, I wouldn't understand to your illegitimate, illegitimate statute laws. All right. And then I went on to say what I had to say. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Right? Way, that's good. And way it to wasn't. Put it. it wasn't nice, Harrison. I'm going to be straight up. It wasn't nice. But I started out with that." So I let in by saying I bear no ill will and, you know. But I'm not going to break the basically, law. So the subject was uh, uh, the World Order, Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution. That's yeah, what I, I mean, and you, you can't, you know, tonight. these people are I'm not like, being nice can't. to us. These people are not being nice yeah. to us. These I'm people like, aren't asking our permission. You're going to Davos, buddy. Like, come on. Like, you're all effed on, right? It's not going to happen. And, you know, so. Well, so I just want to say about stuff. Diet Force. Diet, diet Force. Force is amazing. I'm 45, and I have bits. I go to the gym, and I have bits that won't move. And Diet Force <laughs> has helped me move those bits. Like, <laughs> Under my pecs, 
my belly, I'm just taking diet force two tablets a day. Man, if you're like struggling to get like ship shape for the ladies, mate, diet force is the go. You have to get the diet force and have two a day and just keep active. InfoWarsStore.com, X7 Diet InfoWarsStore.com, baby. <laughs> now on sale. We're, gonna, we're, we're cutting that ad. We're getting that call into an ad. I can guarantee you that. Thanks so much for the call, oh, Grant. Um, God bless love. Australia. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You came down to this southern town. might have been the funniest. Uh, you know, ad anybody's ever done on our show. I got bits that don't move anymore, and Diet Force helps me move those bits. Hilarious. Uh, amazing stuff. We'll be taking your calls throughout this hour. We'll be joined by Jake Lang in the third hour, J6 political prisoner. Uh, your calls throughout the third hour as well. Lots of stuff still to cover. Lots of videos from the World Economic Forum that we'll show you soon. We got some pretty interesting phone calls that uh, we should get to here in this second hour. So we'll start with that. Let's go first to Christopher in New York City. Uh, very interesting topic you've called in about deathbed confessions from John Lennon's death. Uh, thanks for calling in, Christopher. You're on the air. Yes. Uh, I told this information to Ronald Kessler, who wrote books on the CIA. When I lived in Washington, D.C., I had a dating service called the Georgetown Exchange, and for some reason, because I lived behind the Russian commissary, he interviewed me, which was very strange. Anyhow, my friend, Douglas Carlin, he's dead now, and I, I, I said I wouldn't talk about this until he died, and I found out last week he died. He worked at the uh, Olcott Hotel. His father was in uh, hotel management for his life, and he was the night manager at the Olcott Hotel, which is right next door to the Dakota Hotel. I mean, the Dakota, uh, com- what, that gigantic building, that fabulous building that John Lennon lived in. Mm. And he told me that he was the night manager, and uh, David Chapman used to come, go to the desk, and he pulled out a gun once. And he says, what's that? And my friend was into guns and all that, and he says, he, worked, he was working undercover for the FBI. That's what he told him. And he said he was uh, doing some surveillance work of the Dakota. And my friend didn't know. He didn't mention John Lennon or anything. And he met, he met him many times. And the thing is, when, when this all happened and the, 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 uh, what they said in the newspapers when Chapman was in New York was totally bogus. He was there way, way before. And all I got to say is that this all stinks, and I did tell Ronald Kessler, and he's a famous writer, and I told him, and he didn't want to talk about it. So I, I'm just telling you, there's a lot more involved with this, and he did mention he was working for the FBI undercover. So you put that together and figure it out. Well, I wonder, okay? I wonder do, do you yes. know if you're – so just to – just to reiterate yeah. for everybody here, so uh, David Chapman was the person who killed John Lennon, and you have you have a friend who was a manager of a of a building right next door, or worked at the building right next door, and right. your friend told you before he died, he said, "You can't talk about this until I'm dead." But David right. Chapman didn't just show up in New York to kill John Lennon; he'd been there for a long time before that. Uh, watching John Lennon, spying on John Lennon's building and claiming that he was an undercover FBI agent. And it, this is the first oh, yeah. time you're telling this in, in public. 
Yeah, he didn't mention John Lennon, but he said he was working with the FBI. Well, was there any, so, was there any yes. proof that he was working for the FBI? Because, I mean, just to play devil's no, advocate. No, he, no, this is, what he, this is what he told my friend, who's the night manager. And, you know, night manager, all hotel, hotel is a gigantic hotel. Sure. And, and, and in the, you know, I used to visit my friend, and I saw John Lennon a number of times walk by going to the Dakota when I used to visit my friend there at night. And the thing is, is that he said he was working for the FBI undercover. And he was very, and he showed him the gun many times, you know, showing off. And my friend saw it. He's okay, you know. And my friend was into guns and all that stuff. This is in New York, uh, this and, in New York and, City. It's not easy to have a gun in New York City. Well, he showed him the gun. Right. I know that because he told me. Right. No, but I mean, and, I'm saying that if he's if he's walking around, you know, openly with the gun. I mean, first of all, it, that that makes me a little suspicious because an FBI agent probably wouldn't do that. They probably wouldn't show off their gun, but also. If an undercover FBI agent wouldn't say that they're an FBI agent, right? Yeah, they, would they also wouldn't that do that. Oh, no, he didn't say he was an FBI agent. He said he was working with the FBI undercover. Okay. All but right. That to make that still, clear. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I mean, this could this could also fit into the you know David Chapman is mentally ill and has delusions of grandeur type of thing. I'm just or, playing, I'm just playing or, devil's advocate here. Or he was uh, MK Ultra uh, Ultrafied. You know, I mean, he, you read about him, he's wacko. I mean, that's no, nothing about that. But the thing is, what I, I want to say is that he said he was working with the FBI undercover. And that's very suspicious because you see, well, I don't want to speculate on anything. I'm just telling you what I know. My friend's dead. And, uh, you know, so. He, he he told me not to say anything because he was afraid they were going to kill him. Come from because I did I did tell Ronald Kessler who wrote like two or three books on the CIA, and he never mentioned it or, or followed up or anything. And of course, we do know that the FBI was definitely surveilling John Lennon. I mean, that's been revealed. Right. Uh, but Ronald, but Ronald Kessler, I knew him very well, and he was very nice and very polite. And I called him about this when my friend told me. I said, I think this is important. And he says, no, 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 it's nothing. You know, don't, don't, uh, don't, mm. don't get excited about it. He told me, and, and, and that was it, you know. Now, now, mm. I'll tell you one thing. You're telling me that Ronald Kessler isn't working for someone in the government? Well, I, that, that's my speculation. Yeah, I mean, so that, I don't know what, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. So can you tell me exactly how long, or do you know how long, He'd been seeing David Chapman hang out. You know, was it months? Was it weeks? Was it just days? Well, before? I think it was. He in the paper said he he came to to New York at a certain time, and my friend said that was totally wrong. It was at least months before. Wow, that's what he said. So you know, I you know, I I'm getting it off my chest. I'm probably going to get killed for it, but look, <laughs> I don't care. You know, at this point, the way the world's going, if I die for this, that's a good thing. I mean that that is that is pretty pretty significant. I mean it, it matches up with a couple things we know. We definitely know the FBI was for sure spying on John Lennon. I'm, I'm looking at an article right here that was published last year. The FBI tapped Lennon's phone and agents frequently followed him, not bothering to hide their presence. That's interesting. In interviews with the press, Lennon voiced his concerns that the FBI wanted him to feel afraid, knowing they were watch they watched his every move. Uh, when it first started, I was followed in a car and my phone was tapped. He said in a 1975 interview, I think they wanted me to notice, to scare me, and I was scared. I was paranoid. 
So we right, know right, we, we yeah. know they do that. We know that the FBI uh, recruits mentally ill people to carry out its activities or, or you know frame themselves for something. Uh, I mean, it is sort of matching up with a lot of stuff you say. So the but the one you know major inconsistency that you're pointing out that really can't be proven or disproven because you can say, well, the guy said he was an FBI agent, but there's no proof one way or no, another. No, he was an FBI. He wasn't an FBI Not agent. agent. You're he, right. He was working with the FBI. I got you. Sorry. You're okay. Right. No, that's an important distinction. And um, but it would be the fact that they didn't that they said that he hadn't been to New York, and your friend said he'd definitely been to New York a long time before that. That is Early, earlier before what they printed. Mm. Well, anyhow, you have my number. If you need, if you want to get any more specifics, you can call me back. All right, you you need to call us back in a month, Christopher, just to let us know that uh, the FBI hasn't dragged you away to some some black site somewhere. Well, that uh, that that may happen. That may no, happen. That's not going to happen. No, no. Well, I hope not. I hope not. It's, uh, I, I had to get this off my chest because I only learned last week that my friend died. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry to hear that. And, I, and I'll tell well. you something else. I wasn't even really into any modern music uh, of the Beatles or anything, so I have no. Uh, uh, you know, persuasion to, to to talk like this because I'm only into classical old. I'm an old soul. I don't know. I only play old music from the 1800s. So That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, well let's let's uh, stay in touch, Chris. Because I, you know, well, I, I've okay. Re- you have my number. You have my number. Look, uh, if they take me away, my brother will know it because he's going to probably hear this later on today or something. Well, and you, I'm sure he, he's angry for me for doing this because, uh, you know, they, they could do something to me. Well, and Ronald well, Kessler knows about it. And, and, you know, I knew him well. So, you know, I've been around. I'm 74 years old, but I've been around and uh, I know things. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's extremely interesting. And the fact that, that your friend thought it was so important that, you know, he asked you not to say it until he was – so, like, he thought it was important enough that it needs to get out there. But he was scared of having this, you know, intelligence and letting it get out there. Uh, thank you Absolutely. for that, Christopher. Absolutely. Okay, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, sir. Really appreciate that. Interesting stuff, folks. We'll, uh, we'll pick up this conversation on the other side with more callers. Michael in Virginia, you'll be next. Get ready. I'm going to have to think. I'm going to have to do some research on this. This is interesting. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that 
cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks out to your phone calls again this hour making up for the lack of phone calls yesterday try to get to as many as possible the problem is these phone calls are so good that they go on forever <laughs> it's just a damned if you do damned if you don't situation let's go now to michael in virginia talking about the world economic forum gathering all together time for a judgment thanks for calling in michael you guys go to line two uh michael in virginia you're on the air Good day, Mr. Smith. And the reason why I say good day is because if I said good morning, it's kind of like we're celebrating a funeral. We mourn when we go to a funeral. But this is a good day. Christ represents the sun, the light of intelligence. And I like to... Yes, sir. And you're very, very well spoken, Mr. Smith. Uh, And I appreciate your staff. I appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, Their ego, the World Economic Forum ego, is that they're out in the open, gathering together. We're shining a light on them. So, but their their egos, they think that they're invincible. Well, they Greg Reese's report today that you played mm. shines the light on what we are capable of doing to uh, 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 to ensure that we are victorious. Um, they're all in the out in the open. They're walking the streets, uh, laughing at us, so to speak, because they feel like they are invulnerable, that they are invincible. Well. I'm here to let them know that we don't have to pick up arms, not infowars. We don't have to pick up weapons of mass destruction, bullets and bombs, not infowars. But there are soldiers out there who are patriots who just may do that. You know, the time for the revolution, for words, is important to get the information out there. There are soldiers who are not going to just uh, allow vaccines to be put into our arms to allow the, uh, uh, our political agenda to be stolen from us and for them to laugh in our face and think they can mask us up and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the leadership of InfoWars is to bring the light to the Republican Party and the Democratic Party that there's a new political party. This is the Info political party. And I would like for you to consider, Mr. Smith, to be the leader, one of the, the first leaders of that information party. You know, they think that they control everything. Well, we're going to hold the Republican Party and the Democratic Party uh, uh, to do their job to move the body of the people of America. And mm-hmm. the new party is, I think, with you as one of our spokesmen, our first leaders. Uh, Alice is our leader. But you're very well spoken, and we need someone like you out front. You know, we, Klaus Schwab is falling. Mm. They're restructuring. They will fail. They know that. But they're trying to pretend as if they're not. Yeah. They, there's a weapon being, yes, yes, sir. 
No, no, I, I, was, I was just, I was just agreeing with you, and I, I of course, really appreciate the compliments, and we do need to uh, shatter this two-party paradigm that they have going. And, and again, I think it's a. I don't even want to talk about like reaching across the aisle. It's just for the sake of humanity, we can all come together to oppose these people. And the socialists agree with me on this. And we, you know, I'm not a socialist. We're not about to go down the socialist path, but a lot of these people are socialist because they hate the World Economic Forum and they think that socialism somehow hurts those people. It doesn't. That's a trick. And so if they can wake up and realize that they're playing into the hands of the people that they hate, then we can all come together and oppose these people and actually ensure freedom and, and representation for everybody not the billionaires having outsized uh, influence. And I completely agree, Michael. I, I was just trying to think of a good like metaphor for what you're talking about because it really is like being this – I was talking about the fact that like if, if, if they don't listen to us now, right, the JFK quote, those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. If they don't listen to us now, if they don't you know, take the exit ramp that we're giving them of let's just just stop trying to kill us and we can go about our ways, then they're pushing humanity towards a tipping point in which people are going to become violent. And that's what we're desperately trying to avoid. But it's like the American oh. people with our arms and our, our the, right. the physical power that we have, it really is like being just this, you know, jacked bodybuilder, like minotaur monster, like being strapped down by this little this little gremlin that you could just crush. I mean, we could just if we want it, we could just get up and crush it and just be like, OK, all right, Here's moving on. But we don't want to. Well, hold yeah. on. Hold on, Michael. But I mean that but that's what it's like, right? As you're you're strapped down. There's this little gremlin like picking at you and you're just like, please, please stop. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. But you just you keep torturing me. And I just I really want you to listen to me because I don't want wanted things to get violent and it really does feel like we're just this like monster ready to unleash just begging our tormentors to not make us do that not make us you know hulk out and just uh, slaughter them but um your, your final stole, your, your uh, final point here michael before we move on to uh, other callers yes, yes they sow what they reap what they reap we reap what we sow yep. they have what they did to christ uh, uh, golgotha was the, the golgotha means the place of the soul so mm. what they did was they crucified our intelligence at that point. That's the way they think today, that our intelligence, we're so dumbed down. But we're going to reverse that. This is what they are doing to us, where we have bones that we are intelligent. Humanity is intelligent. America is strong. We will not tolerate this. So what we're going to do, the metaphor is, we're going to put them on the cross. Mm. We're going to crucify them at Golgotha, the new Golgotha, with InfoWars intelligence will prevail amen well thank you very much for that call always uh, inspiring stuff michael I, I i made a mistake going to your call i was trying to get to a lot of calls then you had to call in and i know i gotta let you let you go because uh because man all, powerful as always thank you very much for that and uh like i said i i metaphorically i completely agree completely agree politically i completely agree uh thank you for that michael let's go to andrew in new york you want to talk about the continuation of government uh thanks for calling in andrew you're on the air so before um, the 2020 election, Trump uh, wrote a bunch of election laws and stuff into place. Um, so the last two years, we've been under uh, martial law. Trump's been the, the president of the military. He, he moved all the command to the Space Force, all the main command. And they've been, um, he's been working with other countries, uh, nationalist leaders like Putin and Bolsonaro, a similar situation. Um, so, wait, you think you so, think Trump is still president? 
Yeah, he's currently still president. Like you could even see like all the Biden stuff. Biden's dad, like his inauguration was a, a military funeral. Like they had um the video, like Biden, like he would he didn't blink for like over a minute. That was definitely like a deep fake. Mm. They had Zelensky, like he literally like gave like a State of the Union. That was probably a deep fake too. I'm sure. Yeah, Trump's Trump's the current president. Like every everything he says, like when he, he mentioned like going to Mars, that's really saying that he's going to have the military reveal that that Trump's been the president this whole time. Mm. Can't say can't say I agree with you, Andrew. I, I I wish it were true. I really do, but it's just not. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I w- I wish it was, but he's not the president. Unfortunately, uh, if he was, we wouldn't have the border crisis that we have now. We wouldn't have the war in Ukraine. Well, we wouldn't be spending billions of dollars. Yeah, I just it's uh, it's not it's the case, Andrew. Like people have to I wish it, I wish it was. So that's just that's just not the way the world works. Unfortunately, the guy with all the power, signing executive orders and traveling around the world, being greeted as president of the United States is the president of the United States. That's just how it goes. That's just how it is. He's not the legitimate president. He wasn't elected legitimately through a proper election. I think we can all agree with that. But uh, the man wearing the crown is the king. That's just the way that it works. We'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls some videos from World Economic Forum's meeting in Davos. The second American revolution is happening right now against the New World Order. And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And InfoWars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now, in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the four coin series, Teddy Roosevelt Man the Arena, we're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t-shirt or a DVD 300%, that's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering $30 off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. If you don't like this music, you're racist. If you don't like this music, you're anti-Semitic. This is your music now. This is your music. Your food is bugs. Your home will be a prison. Your city will be a concentration camp, and your music will sound like a, a, a drunk bird. <laughs> Bunch of billionaires acting like they think this is good. Uh, I've heard better stuff at the, at the open mic at the coffee shop on the corner of my house. Wow, incredible. Really amazing. What is it about elites in art? Like, why do they suck so much? I mean, you just go back. You know, the people that, the people that built the civilization that these people are trying to destroy, the art that they produced was unquestionably beautiful. Leonardo da Vinci, right? Michelangelo, the cathedrals, 
the stained glass windows, the music, the symphonies, Mozart, who was white, by the way. I, I don't know if I have to explain this. Mozart was a white Christian European man. Uh, not according to the news movie. Not according to the new movie. He's a little black boy. It's okay. That's fine. We have that video in yesterday's uh, folder, actually, if we want to go ahead and pull that up. But it's just, you know, you look back at, at what the people that have come before, really all the way up until like the early 20th century, you look at some of the uh, uh, skyscrapers that they built in like the you know, Art Deco 1930s style, the Chrysler building or the – I think it's the American Air Conditioning building now, but uh, the black and gold building in, uh, in New York. Just, just stunningly beautiful stuff. I mean you just take the beauty of a, of a cathedral or, or any of this you know, turn of the century and just scale it up to skyscraper. Hoover Dam. Amazing. The Hoover Dam. Even the – yeah, even uh, – you know, and you see it all the time where it's like there are accounts on Twitter that will be like, you know, uh, art school – 2022 and it's just the most disgusting like strip mall concrete block you can imagine and then it's like a prison in 1800s and it's just gorgeous just beautiful fine craftsmanship on all of the stonework on the side it's like they used to build prisons that were more beautiful than our museums are now it's something has happened something has happened and you look at the walls the the art hanging up on their walls right they don't have beautiful reproductions of you know ancient or renaissance paintings it's like pale children being beaten and somebody painted that or just like some horrific monster yeah this is the this is the new mozart movie (laughs) he's black (laughs) uh it'd be funny if it wasn't genocidal yeah 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 just uh stealing the cultural creation of entire races of people to serve some racial bias in the modern world really incredible stuff well done you guys but no it's just like from their architecture to their art to their music to the you know these people just like love it i don't know what it is they just love it they love sitting you know in some auditorium while some like indigenous like demon summoner like shakes rattles and they're just like yes this is beautiful or just like some you know the bridge opening in switzerland right they just love i don't know why they love it but they love it they love just sitting there while like some naked goat-headed man is like molesting women who are just like floating around like fairies and they just like they think it's amazing they think it's great and it's just it's any normal person that sees it it's just like what is this what is going on is this a nightmare did somebody poison me am i dreaming what is happening here but they love it i don't know why i don't know why they love the most soulless just blank like this. they love this they think this is so cool there's like this is amazing this is so amazing i'm so moved by this it's just a giant eye like vomiting up a dead baby and they're just like yeah cool no this is beautiful i love this <laughs> it's just you can just go to like you know you can just look at some like you know, whatever, like Russian, uh, you know, go, go look at just like Georgian sword dancers. It's just like awesome, super cool. Just like doing flips and like, it's so beautiful. And they're like, no, no, no. We don't want the traditional Western like beauty aesthetics. We want people that are degenerate and disgusting looking. Maybe they were beautiful, but we're going to make them look ugly for this. And it's just these people, I mean, you know, art is an expression of the soul and their art is just like their soul. <laughs> so it, there's that. 
Ugh, the MLK statue earlier this week. They're on a roll, folks. They really are on a roll. Something else. It is weird. It is very weird. Because, like, typically you expect, like, you know, you always think of, you know, the high flute and the, the elites of the society. Like, they're going to operas. They're going to symphonies. They're going to these, like, cultural expressions. It's not the case anymore. They're going to spirit cooking parties, okay? They go to, you know, fake cannibalistic rituals to, like, slaughter chickens. They don't go and, and look at beautiful, you know, paintings that have been preserved for 500 years and represent the heights of humanity under, you know, some brilliant epic of civilizational advance. They go and look at, like, toilets that are on the ground and splattered with red paint, and they're just like, wow. See how it deconstructs art? No, but do you see how our statues have no heads or bodies? No, but that's the, that's the cool part about it, actually. Um, yeah. Again, you know, uh, beauty is truth. There's a, uh, there's a quote that I really like that's like, you know, I wish I could remember who it was, but he says, kill a cockroach and you're a hero, kill a butterfly and you're a villain. Tr- uh, morality has beauty standards. And it's true. And these people have no morality. They don't recognize beauty. Beauty is an affront to them because their morality is wrong. <laughs> and so they love things that are ugly and disgusting and pointless and stupid and easy. Very annoying. Of course, it makes it way, way easier to launder money. Way, way, way easier to get tax write-offs by claiming that a, a banana taped to a wall is worth $50 million dollars. And then funneling that money to your NGO to pay for the art that's repurposed. It's just – it's all a giant scam. Harder to scam that way when it takes you like 200 hours to paint something. Then it's actually worth something because it represents the culmination of the development of civilization and human talent. Wow, I really went off on a tangent there, didn't I? Uh, We have a lot of videos to play from World Economic Forum. That was just the first one. It It just threw me into a tizzy. amazing (laughs) it's like there's either it's a musical performance of the world economic forum or someone needs to get some wd-40 on their chair we either got a squeaky chair or a, a highly paid very intellectual and academic art performance going on we don't know which it's like the emperor's new clothes all right, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to save the videos uh, for next time. We'll go to a phone call here before we close out this segment. Mark in Ohio, the art of the info war. I wonder if, wonder if you mean like the art of war or if this was a, a precognitive pun you've made. Thanks for calling in, Mark. You're on the air. Yes, uh, you're kind of right in a sense. Yes, I was going off of the art of war because that book was written way, way, way before there was even electricity. Mm. So today's type of war, you have communications that you know, is the first and primary thing that the ones that will let a group of people know that there's an enemy coming from the east. Mm. So the communication is number one and foremost. Now, InfoWars is the communication thing, link that we need to know what's coming and from what direction it's coming from mm. in all different categories of that. Now, as an artist myself, I do have to say I appreciate the artwork of what InfoWars does, especially from the crew, how they come in with all the different angles, the camera moving, and the little dips that come in to 
show people what they're looking at. Especially the way you have discussions with your crew every now and then. That's really awesome. But the art of the Infowar should be more explained in a sense of that the communication that we can find out from what's really going on instead of what they're lying about to tell us what they want us to think is going on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, um, now I, I completely agree. And look, hey, these this crew is, they're all artists. It's totally amazing to see what they come up with every day. And you're right about the art of war. We'll continue this on the other side. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. It's your last chance to own a piece of real history. Your support of InfoWars has made history. We've had the most devastating effects against the globalists, and their whole agenda is in deep trouble. But now it's more important for us to stay on air than ever. And if you don't support us, we will shut down. I am asking you from the bottom of my heart to commit even harder to the support you've given to this fight and to go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get one of the last signed copies of The Great Reset and the War for the World, my number one worldwide bestseller. You can buy the unsigned book at InfoWars. You can buy it at Amazon, buy it anywhere. But if you want to get the signed copy and be part of a fundraiser to keep us on air at this critical point, if you want to answer our bat signal, please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get your signed copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World right now. I want to thank all of you that did get signed copies, and I want to encourage those of you that didn't to take action now, and please keep us on air. Thank you so much. Please take action. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks we will be going out to your phone calls here but we'll also be showing the videos from the world economic forum including a japanese journalist confronting klaus schwab and rebel news's uh, ezra levant catching john Kerry in an unguarded moment very interesting videos we'll go to in just a second i did want to hold over mark in ohio you're talking about the art of war which i just i can't help but want to keep talking about i do want to point out that you know, The Art of War, the book by Sun Tzu that was written so long ago, I mean it's still like the number one book that is uh, given to like marine recruits or anybody who's a recruit for a higher office in the army. I mean it doesn't matter how the methods have changed, how the weapons have changed, how the technology has changed. The principles that are laid down in that book are as true as they ever were, and I want to point to one of the earliest lines in the book uh, which simply says – all warfare is based on deception. All warfare is based on deception. That's been true 
since this was written 2000 years ago and it continues to be true today the the interesting part mark about the info war is we are at war with deception which is an interesting concept when you take the art of war into account but the other you know thing i always think about from the art of war one of the first commandments from the the bible of warfare is you know if you know yourself and you know your enemy there's nothing there's no way that you can lose basically right if you know your enemy but don't know yourself you'll never have victory and if you know yourself but don't know the enemy you are also going to be a victim and so that's why you have them doing things like wanting to ban the word globalist claiming globalist is anti-semitic right because if you can't identify your enemy how are you ever going to know them? I mean, that's the most basic aspect of knowing them is being able to label them as something. And that's also why we reject, you know, people who are like, it's the Jews or it's the black. It's, it's these people. It's like, you don't know your enemy. Then you might know a portion of your enemy, but the portion of the people you're identifying aren't your enemy. And a portion of your enemy aren't the people you're identifying. So you aren't accurately identifying your enemy. You have already lost the war. So that's why, you know, identifying who these people are and then figuring out why they do what they do and, and you know, understanding them, truly right. understanding them. But that's why it's important, the fact that we have technology now. Electricity came since that book was written, and we now have communication as the primary part of any kind of battle that we're entering in our lives today. So the communication that InfoWars, the art of InfoWar, brings to us as a truth instead of deception so that we know what reality is coming at mm. us with instead of falsities that they teach on every other channel in the world. Yeah, it, you're exactly right. So taking the, the Sun Tzu aspect of it, essentially they they are waging war on humanity by deception. And what all we're doing is exposing the deception, right? In, in The Art of War, they have all these stories, right, where uh, you know they'll, they'll, uh, uh, a commander will send – a bunch of ox, you know, well, it's, I don't even know if this is an art of war, but it's actually a famous um, account from Hannibal actually did it when he was going into Rome. Uh, to make it look like his whole army moved, he just tied um, torches to the horns of bulls and just sent like a herd of bulls away. So from far away, all you saw was like a giant group of torches moving and they thought the whole army was moving. And so they went and chased a bunch of cows while the real army, you know, went around the backside. So all we're doing here, we aren't meeting their deception with deception. We are exposing their deception. We are the little angel that comes down to your shoulder and goes, those are just bulls. Those, that's a herd of cows you're chasing. The real <laughs> army is right over that. So by removing that deception and, and dissolving that illusion that they cast, then you have that much of a better chance of you, uh, taking on your enemy. You have deception in the title itself, the art of war. Art is creation. Believe me, mm. I'm an artist. I draw on people every single day of my life. I even have an InfoWars tattoo on my leg that oh, awesome. I still haven't sent you. But art is creation, not destruction. And the art of war is really about destruction. So I think the title is incorrect, although you ought to take it and say the art of the InfoWar, because we, as the people listening to you, have to get the information from a reliable source that we know has 99% uh, accuracy to it rather than two. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the weatherman is more accurate today than the newsman. Eh, that's pretty hilarious. That's great. Thank you so much for that call, Mark. I, I do appreciate it. We are engaged in a true war here, and the same tactics that apply on the battlefield apply in the field of the battlefield of the mind, I guess you could say. And uh, just going through, we should just do a whole special about the art of war because it really is, it really is so necessary to learn and just every one of these lines is so, uh, so beautiful, right? 
If he's secure at all points, be prepared for him. If he is superior in strength, evade him. If your opponent is of choleric temper, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak so that he may grow arrogant. If he's taking his ease, give him rest. If... Uh, give him no rest. If his forces are, unif- are united, separate them. Attack him where he's unprepared. Appear where you are not expected. These military devices leading to victory must not be divulged beforehand. Just as true as it, it's true today in the info war as it ever was with uh, Sun Tzu. And of course, uh, you know, he says that the art of war is governed by five constant factors. The moral law, heaven, earth, the commander, method and discipline. The commander stands for virtues of wisdom, uh, sincerity, benevolence, courage, and strictness. I think those words do a pretty great job of uh, describing Alex Jones, if you ask me. Wisdom, sincerity, benevolence, courage, and strictness. Nothing, nothing there about being liked by the, the people in power. Nothing there about having the approval of your enemies. Isn't that interesting? No, you need courage. You need a hard line on your morality. You need benevolence, which just on a personal basis, Alex Jones has in an overabundance at some times. And I hope that you support us in this mission. I hope that you can keep us on the battlefield and keep us waging this information war by going to infowarstore.com. We make it easy for you to do so with the Alex Jones is right emergency super sale. You get up to 50% off our top selling products at infowarstore.com and you help us to keep this outlet of free speech operational and on the battlefield. Survival uh, Shield, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm skipping around here. I don't want to tell you something wrong. Survival Shield 2 is uh, not on this list. Super Male Vitality is back in stock and 25% off. Vazobeat Complete has been out of stock for a while, but it's back and 25% off. Alpha Power also 25% off. 1776 Testosterone and X7 Diet Force is 40% off right now. So if you got parts of you that are supposed to move but aren't, Get some Diet Force X7. Those parts will limber up right away, I've, I'm, I've heard. I've been told from a very reliable source in Australia. Folks, we, again, this whole week, I mean, I guess it's just that Davos is going on. So it's like the Davos and the new uh, you know, Republican Congress and the people standing up against what's going on. And I mean, even stuff like this. NHL issues statement on players' decision to boycott Pride Night saying players are free to decide which initiatives to support. I hate that this is a victory for us, but it is a victory. You know, I hate that this is what we have to perceive as a victory, just not being – forced by a corporation to bend the knee to a religion you don't adhere to but hey it's a victory nonetheless things are changing it wasn't this way two years ago the corporations were not you know as confident of standing up against the mob as they are now all of this has been brought about because of Infowars, and of course now because Infowars paved the way you've got people in davos on the ground actually asking questions of these people in a way that they've never been confronted with before never in the history of 50 years and more of their secretive little conclaves have they ever had the number of independent reporters on the ground asking them questions from all over the world, by the way. And we'll show you some of those videos in just a second. First, here's Canadian news group Rebel News catching John Kerry in a, well, a little little surprise journalism for you. Clip number 15. Let's watch. Secretary Kerry, do you think that the high price of natural gas is actually a helpful thing to get uh, people to transition to a green economy? I'd love to talk about it, but I just can't do it on the run. uh, Justify being here when you yourself take private jets. Can you answer that? But you've taken a private jet before 
No, but you've taken a project forward to collect a climate wa climate change award. You have done that. I fly commercial. Exclusive. I fly commercial. You can at least just not exclusive. lie about it. I fly commercial exclusive. I exclusively fly commercial. I'm sorry, I can't talk and walk at the same time. I'm I, that's too hard for me. I'd love to answer your questions, but I just I'm not going to though because they expose the hypocrisy deep within my own self-aggrandizement ego trip authority figure nonsense I'm pulling off. I'm from Yale. <laughs> Amazing. I love seeing this. I love seeing this, and, and we see a lot more of it. Uh, Tony Blair has been questioned. Uh, Ezra Levant questioned uh, Georgia Governor uh, Brian Kemp about some stuff. I think we have time to – well, we'll play that on the other side. We'll, we'll stick to some of these videos on the other side, take more of your phone calls, and we should be joined by Jake Lang. Of course, he's um, a January 6th prisoner, and it's always sort of up in the air whether we can get these guys on or not because obviously their time is not their own, and the prison authorities eh, tend to have a habit of just – choosing not to allow them to come on when they're supposed to come on at InfoWars. So we'll see if we can connect with Jake Lang. Hopefully we'll do that in the next hour. Your phone calls, more videos. We are taking on the World Economic Forum. We are their number one enemy. They have targeted us because we represent you. They're targeting us because we represent you. Understand that and understand it's up to you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air and in the fight. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more, or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.